0: Welcome to the editors' show of Entrepreneurship and Regional Development Podcasts. Understanding a journal's aims and scope is the first milestone on the road to publication. Let's discover the views of our editors. Miruna Radu Lefevre, welcome to our podcast. As a starter, can you briefly introduce yourself?
1: Hello Vincent, I'm happy to meet you today. So, I'm Iruna Radou-Lefebvre and I'm the editor of Entrepreneurship and Regional Development. I'm a full professor of Entrepreneurship at Audencia Business School in Nantes, France, when I also run the chair Family Entrepreneurship and Society.
0: The journal recently updated its aims and scope.
1: What, in your views... What
0: makes a paper interesting and courageous as emphasized by ERD?
1: Yes, this is a very interesting and important question for us at ERD. Many of our colleagues in academia and for several decades emphasize the importance of publishing rigorous and relevant papers in entrepreneurship. And indeed, this is also something which makes sense for us. uh, Rigor and relevance. But what also is essential for ERD is what we call interesting papers and courageous papers. So what does it mean? What does it mean for us? Well, an interesting paper is an intriguing paper. It's a thought-provoking paper. A paper which attracts you and makes you think, well, what is this paper about? I need to read it to discover more about a particular entrepreneurial phenomenon. But in order to produce an interesting paper, researchers need courage. And courage is a virtue which we don't see many times highlighted in our field and in academia in general. Why? Because as an academic field, entrepreneurship is also a field of practice where conformity is necessary in order to reach legitimacy as a researcher. So many of us tend to publish papers which are rigorous in the sense that they conform you know, to formal expectations and to theoretical, methodological expectations in our field in order to be acknowledged by others as legitimate, credible and therefore good researchers. But what we think here at ERD is that in order to be able to bring a contribution to theory, to challenge current assumptions, researchers need to be courageous, they need to dare, They need to dare to bring new ideas, new views in the way they understand entrepreneurial phenomena, in the way they design methodologies, even in the way they present their results and their discuss prior works. So this is why we, we emphasize in our new aims and scope at TRD this idea of the need, to submit interesting and courageous papers to our journal. And we are open to such proposals.
0: How does this relate to making contributions to theory?
1: So I, I already started somehow addressing this issue in my prior response. In order to contribute to theory, so therefore to extend current theory or even to build new theory so to in order to go further and develop um, entrepreneurship as a field of inquiry we need courageous attempts to challenge current theories to challenge current assumptions in the field so in order to be able to do so one has to dare to dare to think about current um, contributions extant works as providing a temporal version of what we think as true in the field and therefore propose new versions of true new relative truths that others will challenge after us or that we may challenge further so and and this is what we may we may approach as an anti-dogmatic Approach in relation to scientific discovery. But my feeling is that the more a field becomes institutionalized, and this is what I think is happening today with entrepreneurship, people in the field become more and more afraid to actually challenge, you know, current theories. And the more uh, a particular theory is cited by others, it became, of course, legitimate in the field. So it's very, very delicate and challenging for uh, our own career to dare, you know, (laughs) question what others consider as a true, a a definitive and absolute truth. So this is why um, I think that, a different approach would be to to take courage as a key virtue for our researchers and of course build rigorous and relevant papers, but at the same time dare to challenge what we consider today as true in order to go further and bring about new discoveries.
0: What is your perspective of the extraordinary phenomenon of entrepreneurship?
1: Wow, this is, this is a difficult question. So um, I should say that I'm a social scientist. You know, I come to entrepreneurship from social psychology and from political sciences. So of course, my, my perspective is situated in, in my own disciplinary perspectives. What, what I, I see about entrepreneurship today is that it is the field which is in, in movement. So it's, of course, an interdisciplinary discipline. Addressing many, many, many forms of entrepreneurship in many kinds of contexts uh, run by individuals, but also by collectives in developed countries, in emerging countries. Um, nowadays, um, we, we see new um, phenomenon, uh, phenomena taken into account, such as poverty or entrepreneurship uh, at the margins of the society. So it's a very rich, diverse um, phenomenon uh, encompassing many, many uh, varied uh, forms of entrepreneurship and many types of entrepreneurs. So it's, a, it's, a, it's an extraordinary uh, field of inquiry. But what I also see as an issue today is that the field is... Characterized by a limited interdisciplinarity. Uh, Let me explain myself. Um, We see many social sciences uh, having already influenced uh, the development of entrepreneurship, particularly sociology or even psychological approaches or social psychology approaches. But there are many other social sciences or humanities which only exerted a limited influence on the field, such as history, geography, anthropology, even linguistics. You know, so when I think about what's happening um, at the broader level, at the level of social sciences, when we think about the linguistic turn in social sciences and then about the practice turn, well, they only have affected entrepreneurship at a limited level. When we think about the linguistic turn, of course, we may see many papers in entrepreneurship taking narrative approaches, for instance, but... How many linguistic papers have you seen in entrepreneurship? And then the practice turn. Well, we see more and more special issues and papers dealing with the analysis of practices and entrepreneurship. But this is only, you know, recent, so, so recent. So we need uh, more papers um, taking, you know, seriously this Turns, which already, you know, happened in the rest of the world, in the rest of the social sciences, and bring them to the fore of entrepreneurship, to the fore of our inquiry. And at the same time, I also, you know, take the opportunity of of this podcast to make a call, you know, an explicit call to researchers coming from other disciplines, from anthropology, from history, geography, Urbanism, political sciences, come and work with us in entrepreneurship. Linguist specialists also, we need you. We need you to go further in our understanding of phenomena such as entrepreneurial experience, um, entrepreneurial practices, entrepreneurial identities. And at all levels of inquiry, at the micro level, at the meso level of the firm or groups or families, at the macro level, how can we think entrepreneurship at the macro level, at the country level, without working with politists?
0: Your answer. Clearly highlights the new focus and new scope of the journal, which is uh, focusing in uh, examining uh, the theorization of entrepreneurship in context by examining in through economic, social, and relational set of conditions embedded in unique temporal, spatial, and socio-cognitive context. This brings us a lot of. Uh, potential studies and new insights. Uh, What are your top tips to reach publication in entrepreneurship and regional development?
1: Well, maybe just a couple of words about context and the importance of layers of context for understanding, theorizing and studying entrepreneurial phenomena. ERD has a long tradition in relation to context and to the notion of embeddedness. Also a long tradition in studying entrepreneurs not only as isolated individuals but in relation to others either at a network level, a family level or firm level or through the lens of the community or a place. What we are now emphasizing in our aims and scope is what we call layers of context, which simultaneously interact with entrepreneurs and entrepreneurial action. So entrepreneurs are, of course, situated in a spatial context or in a set of spatial contexts, proximal and distal spatial context, but at the same time, their identities and actions are also temporarily situated at a particular moment of the entrepreneurial process, for for instance. And also, they bring with them what we call a social cognitive context, the way they think about the world, the way they feel about others and themselves, the way they represent themselves as individuals, which is related to their multiple identities. So all these kinds of context, all these layers of context should be somehow taken into account, not only as an external reality out there, but as something which engages in an interplay with the entrepreneur or multiple entrepreneurs acting in a particular place at a particular time. So how about, yes, the top tips to reach publication in ERD? I don't know if we have, you know, a magical recipe. Um, What is important is, of course, to, uh, to be familiar with our journal, so to read articles recently published in ERD. It's also important to respect our formal rules for publications in terms of the size of the papers, in terms of the structure of the papers. So these are, I may say, minimal rules or survival rules. But in order to attract our attention, in order to make us think that your paper is an interesting one, you have, of course, to go further and to engage your paper with the current conversations in the journal. And then think about what is new in your study, how your study actually challenges current knowledge, how your study adds to our current knowledge, what is surprising in your findings. Because from what I see around around me, I can, I can tell you that many researchers, when they encounter surprising or, you know, counterintuitive findings in their fieldwork, they tend to actually discard them, you know, to treat them as anomalies. But if we think about, about entrepreneurship as an extraordinary phenomenon, as a phenomenon combra- comprising many, many forms of anomalies, you know, well, in this case, let's focus on what is surprising, counterintuitive and try to make sense of these observations. This would be well, my recommendation because this, this may transform your paper um, from a serious and rigorous paper into, into an interesting you know, paper.
0: Do you have any other recommendation for future authors?
1: Yes, I would, I would encourage them to be, to be courageous. ERD is a place where novelty is valorized, where we acknowledge um, you know, the courage of bringing something new. So if you always wanted to present the academic community with a novel idea, with an intriguing idea. Well, just do it. This is the place. You may, of course, test this idea by sending us a message, you know, and pitching, <laughs> pitching it as entrepreneurs may do. But don't be afraid to try. Thanks, Miruna
0: Radulefe for participating f- to our show. All our podcasts are available on entrepreneurship-erd.com and on the main podcast platforms.